Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 108 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, you get me. That's right. Jessica Jabot, Sober Girl, here reporting for duty. On today's episode, I wanted to talk about the highlight reel, you know, the best, the curated, the filtered moments. I wanted to talk about, and this, let me give you a backstory. This comes from watching, not once, but twice. Yes, I watch things twice. I just, sometimes I don't sink in all the way. I watched the Paris Hilton documentary this weekend. This is Paris on YouTube. If you haven't watched it, Pause this podcast and go watch it right now. I'll wait. It is so fantastic. I I was a fan. I am a fan of Paris Hilton. I love her. I think she's very different, quite unique, very interesting and entertaining. Let's just say that. Um, whether you love her or you hate her, this documentary, which I think to me after watching it twice now, is more of a call to action. Um, she is really pulling back the curtains of her life and it's called This is Paris. And she really wants people to know and understand who she is as a person. And you can kind of see in the documentary that she herself is coming to terms with who she is and how the abuse and her childhood trauma in the past has actually shaped the woman she has become today. It's very, very interesting. I really suggest you go watch it. On that note, I wanted to talk about the highlight reel and how that kind of pertains to my life and my sobriety. Um, I was living in LA at the time that Paris Hilton was a huge star. She was the thing. She was it. Like if you were hanging out with Paris Hilton, which I did one night in 
it was like some random club on La Cienega. I couldn't even tell you the name. Um, but she, it was like seeing a unicorn. It was such, it was so interesting. And she had such a buzz around her. And she was also kind of calm at the same time, if that makes any sense. Anyways, regardless, I wanted to talk about my personal highlight reel and how I have realized it can be not only damaging to myself, but also to the people who are subjected to it and kind of in my life. I think I was really leaning heavy into the whole highlight reel situation when I was in the highlight of my drinking career. Lots of highlights here. Um, I think I only showed the best and the most interesting parts of my life because the other parts were so dark and just horrible that I didn't even want to be a part of them. So I never thought that anyone else would want to be previewed to that. Um, So a little backstory, I spent most of my young adult life in LA. I was living in LA for 11 years. I was living the fast life. I was a DJ, a full-time DJ. I traveled the world playing nightclubs, festivals, all that good stuff. It sounds great, right? It sounds super glamorous, super fun. Um, and it is to an extent. It's, 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 you feel powerful. You feel important. You know, you're the one controlling the music. You're controlling the vibes, the energy in the room, which is a huge responsibility. After that, though, it is pretty lonely. It is very, very lonely. Um, most of the time you are traveling alone. Sometimes I, I would go to gigs with my manager, but um, 97% I would be alone. So traveling alone is a little bit hard. It's scary, um, especially when you're playing like big nightclubs and then you're like, oh, cool. Now I just get to go home to an empty hotel room. Um, so that lends a hand to continuing the party with a bunch of random strangers and a lot of booze and a lot of drugs and it probably doesn't end up in the best of the situations so that that is not like the funnest the the wrapping your head around the, the mental health aspect of being alone is not fun so most of us tend to cope with loneliness by surrounding ourselves with basically anyone and everyone who would join the party. Um, and DJing was that was that for me. DJing was this really great high. You know, I loved music. I loved I loved being the center of attention. I'm just gonna come out and say it. I I love the attention. I love the power that that came with it. But the aftermath of you know being hungover, being alone, after the party was over was just completely unbearable. So if you looked or followed my Instagram accounts or I think Snapchat, I was a big Snapchatter. (laughs) Um, It would all, you know, my life looked like a huge party. And it kind of was to escape the deep, dark loneliness, which was my reality. So that's kind of an of 
a misleading highlight reel. Um, I think anyone who would run into me in the grocery store or even on the street would be like, whoa, that girl looks rough. And they wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> um, the My Instagram profile or, you know, content I was putting out there did definitely did not match my reality. And what that did for me as a person is hiding how I really felt and masking and almost wearing you know I was wearing the party girl character I was wearing the party girl hat all the time or in public and what that did for me as a person it allowed me okay first and foremost it stunted my growth that was is painfully apparent when I got sober um it, it's almost like alcohol freeze frames you. Like when you when you really are at the, at the peak of, of your substance abuse or addiction or whatever you choose to call it, it almost freeze frames you at that age. So I feel like I've been 25 for 10 years <laughs> or eight years or seven years or whatever. So freezing my life at 25, um, I, I wasn't allowing myself to grow or expand. Um, being on this hamster wheel of drinking and drugging and then being extremely hungover and then depressed and then numbing all that with just continued drinking and drugging. It was such a vicious cycle that, um, masking it and, and wearing this party girl character was very damaging and created a lot of shame and and I I hid for a really long time I remember oh, I remember so vividly I would actually sleep all day I usually worked at, at nights if I wasn't doing like corporate gigs or anything like that or had any obligation obligations or responsibilities during the day which I don't know how I got away with that but um, I would normally sleep the whole day away waiting to go to work at night um, and then get up you know get pumped pre-party for my gig which sounds kind of ridiculous like who pre-parties to go to work <laughs> um, kind of funny but then I would I would do my gig, which usually was about two, maybe three hours long. And then I would have an after party or keep the party going after that. And then sleep the day away. Like that, those are what my days consisted of. And I was shocked that I wasn't happy. Like I literally was, if I wasn't sleeping... I was drunk, and if I wasn't drunk, I was hungover. If I wasn't hungover, I was sleeping. It's like that's not much of a life, and that's, you know, that my highlight reel was a very small, small part of, of my life, and the rest of my life was just so shitty. I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally and most importantly, safely. 
Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com ASGG. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off wasn't like at all what I was portraying I think what what kept me in this this whole cycle of you know hiding and and my shame was also I wasn't being able being able to be authentic with myself um being a DJ especially in LA all the other girls who were DJs which it's a pretty male dominated um, industry but all the other girls who were DJing were pretty much DJing in bikini tops and like cut off jean shorts so really scantily clad that 
isn't me. I am not that kind of girl. I wish and I tried so, so hard to be that person and to be sexy and cute and fun and like, I don't know, just it seemed so appealing when I, when I was, when I was in it. Like I felt like girls like that got, got everything that I wanted just based on, on their looks. And that's also like a complete assumption and a limiting belief that I kept myself in because I have actually no idea what their experience was. I just knew what it looked like from the outside. Assumptions are never a good thing. Side note. Um, but I always thought that my life would be so much easier, like my career would be so much bigger or I would get better gigs if I, you know, just look sexy or wear, wear a tighter top or wear electrical tape on my nipples and that's about it for my, you know, costumes or wardrobe. And that just wasn't me. Like I, I couldn't pull it off. I was miserable. I was so full of resentment every time I wasn't authentic to myself and that included like what I was wearing how I did my makeup or if I even wore makeup I mean let's be honest if I had my way I would never wear makeup if I could (laughs) um but it just wasn't who I was The, the outside was definitely not matching who I was inside and that is another that's just another layer of of um being a character of yourself, another filter. It just, nothing was adding up. So when I got sober, I had no choice but to be authentic. (laughs) I could not hide anymore. There was nothing to actually hide behind. I quickly realized that when I got sober, I did not like my job and I was only doing it for money. And let me tell you, when you're doing anything just for money, it is the worst. You are just enslaved to whatever it is. It is so limiting. You feel like you're just trapped. And I, I was. I definitely was trapped to an extent because I had built this life around, around my career. And I needed to do one in order to keep the other afloat. So I, I had no idea what what I was going to do or how I was going to get out of it or what I even wanted to do. And this took a lot of time. It took a lot of time for me to realize what I even wanted. And I think finding out what you even want out of your life and I mean, at any point of your life, because, you know, women, we change our mind. That's our prerogative. (laughs) Um, I think that's, our main purpose of why we are here on this earth is to find out the things that we enjoy and how to either do that and, and work that into our lives and how to keep learning and expanding from that and learn more about ourselves and, and, and change as, as a person. So I think figuring out where my heart was, where my values, where my morals were at, that really helped me get a line of what I was interested in. Like I said before, I like attention. I like being in the forefront. I like talking. I like being in front of the camera. I'm an in front of the camera person. That's just who I am. I'm used to be so ashamed to say it and I'm just not anymore. (laughs) It's just how it is. 
And once you find that out about yourself and once you embrace that, that is so empowering. That is just a piece of the puzzle on what you're supposed to be doing in your life. So basically taking the time to figure out what I even liked, what I even enjoyed, what brought me joy in my life was really a huge part of the puzzle. I think now maybe my social media is still a little bit highlight reel-ish, that's a word, but not really because this is my real life. There is really nothing to, to fake or to hide. And that is one of the, one of the gifts of sobriety is, is that freedom. A couple things I will d- demystify right now. And a lot of people will know this if, if they know me or if they show up to happier hour on Thursday nights. First and foremost, my living situation. I was living in LA for 11 years. I now have moved up to Vancouver. I do go back and forth, but you know, because of lovely COVID, it's, it's a little bit on hold. But I am, I do go back and forth. Um, I do live in a really fantastic, amazing house. However, here is what I'm going to break down for you. I rent this house. I am not the only person who lives in this house. I live here with my best friend and we have two other roommates. So it is not just me. I am not footing the bill for this palace. I am living here. This is a co-living space with friends and it is absolutely fantastic. It is such a beautiful house, but I do not own it. My name is not on the deed. That's that's number one. Pretty much my day-to-day life is a lot of work. A sober girl's guide is a lot of work. I do not hide that. I am not going to front and be like, oh yeah, it's so easy. It is a lot of work, but it's also work that I really enjoy. I started doing this because this was something I needed for myself. I needed something that was forward thinking, that was very motivating and and gave me that power and was empowering. Um, I, at the time when I was entering my, my sobriety journey just over 10 years ago, there was nothing like that around. And now we have so many amazing resources from different Instagram profiles to different modalities of recovery. There's just so many avenues that it's just, it's fantastic. But first and foremost, I started all this stuff for myself. And to be honest, I still do it for myself. So what does that mean? What does that look like? Well, the blog, podcast, coaching, even down to like the merch, the really cute like sober girl swag. I have all this stuff because I want it. I want it for myself. You know, I need stuff to read. I need things to listen to. I mean, I'm going to tell you a little inside secret of the podcast. I get to have really awesome conversations with incredible people who are in either in recovery or in the recovery space who are like change makers and who are just really influential but I get to have conversations with them so yeah I am totally doing it for myself like I need to hear all that amazing information first and foremost you know every day I am so so nervous I am side note a nervous Nelly whenever it comes to interviewing people because I don't know these people 
it may sound to you that me and our guests on the podcast are like best friends, but I have most of the time never talked to them before. And this is the first time we're having a conversation. So it is extremely nerve wracking. Um, And then add, you know, a little anxiety and insecurity on top of that. It's a lovely little potion. So I am super nervous every single time. But every time I do the podcast, every time I have an interview with a guest, I come away with something that I needed to hear that day. And that in lies the magic of this community. Coaching. I created uh, coaching programs, one-on-one coaching and group coaching because it was also something that I needed. Uh, You know, I've learned a lot of stuff along the way, lots of trial and error. And I know things that have worked. And that is why I have encapsulated all these things into these coaching programs. And also, you know, being of service helps me as a sober person. It completes that cycle of giving and receiving. And then the merch, Sober Girls merch. I was so needing something that, you know, I love I love graphic tees and like crew necks and stuff like that. Um, I definitely like wear my heart on my sleeve to that extent. But I needed something like fun and and cute that I would wear. <laughs> and I really, really loved what we have come up with. Um, I worked with a friend who is a graphic designer who has been so lovely and kind to help to help me um, design these t-shirts and crew necks and hoodies and all this like really cool merchandise that I personally want and have. <laughs> so everything is really authentic. When you're seeing stuff from a sober girl's guide, it's literally things that I needed for myself. And I'm going to be honest with you, it's really hard being out there all the time and being, you know, I guess, the face of this. Um, I have definitely had some some learning opportunities along the way. And I think being this public and being this authentic and transparent just keeps me that much more accountable. You know, you can run, but you can't hide. Um, and I, I'm up for that challenge. I am definitely there. It is not for everyone. I'm going to tell you that right now. If you are thinking of, of starting maybe a sober account or a recovery account or anything like that on social media or a blog or podcast or what have you without everyone's support and the community and just having this safe open space for everyone to come and share that's what makes it so special and that's why these community kind of initiatives work because you don't feel alone you know, you feel you have other people sharing their stories, and this is why it works. This is how we heal and we come together. It is so lovely and so beautiful, and I'm never in a million years ever, ever thought I would be doing this. Like, I was a crazy ass party girl DJ character that I played up. And I never ever thought that I would strip that away, like peeling an onion, just peeling off those layers. I never thought in a million years that I would be able to come home to myself and actually 
discover who I was and I and share that with other people I'm far from perfect I think that's painfully obvious if you follow me on Instagram I think you can see that quite clearly but I really just wanted to take a second to kind of give you an inside glimpse of how having a highlight reel in the past has really affected me and and stunted my my personal growth in terms of healing and self-development and how sobriety really gave me the freedom to just annihilate the highlight reel <laughs> and get real real fuck the highlights let's get real real uh, sobriety really afforded me that gift and I am forever grateful. So here's to being real, real. <laughs> so keeping in that theme, in terms of the future and what a sober girl's guide looks like, I want to take things to the next level. I want to start an ambassador program connecting all the major cities across the world, if possible. Um, I think we're going to start with America and North America first, you know, baby steps. But eventually, you know, there are sober girls all over the world, and I want to keep us connected in any way possible. So I'm looking into what that looks like. An app, a super responsive website. I want you to have resources right at your fingertips in real time like other people, other sober people in your area, other sober girls in your area, where to find non-alcoholic options, and where to go out for a drink. We can still go out for a drink. Tons of bars and restaurants are popping up with amazing mocktail or zero-proof lists, amazing options out there. So I just want to have all that information accessible for you to fully equip you on your sobriety journey. For me, looking at, you know, the next couple years of a sober girl's guide and what that would mean to be successful is I really want to employ people. I want to have a team of sober girls leading the way. And I think the ambassador program is a great way to start doing that. If you are interested, head to a sobergirlsguide.com and we will have all the information up there to sign up so we can take over the world. No big deal, right? <laughs> Sober girls, unite. Thank you so much for listening. I could not do this without you. As always, I love to hear your feedbacks, comments, support about the podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at a Sober Girls Guide and the blog. Don't forget about the blog. We keep you locked, stocked, and loaded at a sobergirlsguide.com. There you can see merch, our workbooks, challenges, everything you need, we got at a sobergirlsguide.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.